Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sabres Live is presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Buffalo Sabres are proud to select from Winnipeg in the Western Hockey League, Zach Benson. Obviously super exciting. Uh, you dream of this moment. Right now I'm super stoked to be a Buffalo Sabre. There's just certain kids that give you, give you this feel that they're, they're a hockey player and they're, they're just winners and they, they have such a desire to play the game and compete and you checked all those boxes. Me and Sav played the whole year together on the same line, killed together, played on the power play together. So uh, now to be sharing the, the same NHL jersey, it's uh, pretty amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Doped was definitely one of the words repeatedly used by Zach Benson last night as he was welcomed into the Sabres organization as we welcome you to day two coverage of the draft it's our third day on site here in nashville with marty i'm brian it's sabers live extended edition and last night was super exciting because by all accounts you're looking at a player that was projected to be in the top 10 the mock drafts were you know sometimes a little deeper down for zach benson but the reality is his skill set has him as a top 10 player in this draft but we're going to pause on Benson for a moment after spending a lot of time talking about him last night and react first and foremost to an Elliot Friedman tweet from just over an hour ago and how it could impact the Sabres moving forward this season. Elliot saying and reporting that Jack Quinn had successful surgery last night to repair an Achilles tendon injury that was suffered in training and he's now likely to miss four to six months. Now, Sabres general manager Kevin Adams will address this when the proceedings of day two are done. It's rounds two through seven today. Sabres have already made a couple of picks. But this is uh, this is a real cloud, unfortunately, to uh, to start the day on the Sabres. It's a real cloud, obviously. Um, you know, we've been playing projecting the lineup for the Sabres next year. And as a top six player, we had Jack Quinn and J.J. Paterko and Dylan Cousins, along with Tuck Skinner and Thompson as your top six and the guys that are going to really uh, – dictate and lead the way in the Sabres season next uh, next year but here's the thing so 
with an Achilles tendon injury, um, I've you know seen and uh, watched players suffer Achilles tendon injuries. And usually when, and I'm no doctor here, but I'm just saying usually when it is a full tear, we're talking about a year. We're talking about a full year. And so according to Elliot Friedman, this is a four to six months recovery, expected to make full recovery in four to six months. So that takes Jack Quinn to probably, in my opinion, anytime between Thanksgiving and the new year, mm -hmm. right? So you're looking at that time frame. So missing the start of the season. Uh, but because it is a four to six months uh, timetable, I don't think that it is a full 100% tear. And obviously, Kevin Adams will talk more about it. Maybe we'll go in details. Maybe not. I mean, you just laid out the plan and you say he's had surgery, he's going to rehab, and he'll be ready later in the year. But that is um, a, uh, a difficult development for the Sabres moving forward. Now, the glass half full uh, person would say, okay, well, now you look at, again, Savoy. Maybe you're getting, you know, nine games of Savoy at the start of the season. And then, because of the hole left by Jack Quinn, you can see, are we sending him back to the WHL or is he spending the year as an NHL player? Mm -hmm. uh, Yuri Kulik, is he a guy that's going to fill in and find himself in that spot? Maybe that delays the proceeding on if there was a trade to be made with mm -hmm. Victor Olofsson. Uh, is it a, 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 a Linus Weisbach that's maybe going to jump into that spot. Lucas Rusek that's going to jump. Lucas Rusek has so a game Sabres, up on everyone. The Sabres yeah. have so much talent in their prospect pool that I'm not saying this is, you know, again, a, a, a positive spin. It definitely is not a positive spin because Jack Quinn is a fantastic hockey player and you want him from the start of the season, but he's not going to be there and you're going to have to find a way to fill that spot. But you do have candidates. It's yes. not just one guy that comes in and you hope, cross your fingers, I hope this guy fits in well. You have multiple guys, and now there's a battle. You imagine, and I hate to say it, mm -hmm. but you're Kulik, you're Weisbach, you're Rusek, you're Savoy right now, and you don't wake forget, up with that news. Don't forget Roseanne. Roseanne or Byro <laughs> mm -hmm. or Brett Murray or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many of them. And you're sitting here and you're like, hey. I'm coming to camp, and now there's an extra spot. Yeah. I'm telling you, on June the 29th, I find that out. Me as a as a as an athlete, as a competitor. Mm -hmm. I mean, June 30th, June 29th, June 30th. I'm working so hard. July, I'm working so hard. Mm -hmm. August, I'm working so hard because when I come to camp in September, I'm the one that's grabbing that. I go back to Danny Gare. When he yeah. said he used to take shots and shoot Spock, and every time he shot his 500 pucks, he put a red pin on the map of the United States and Canada, and he said, I worked harder than a kid in this town, and I worked harder. And when he got to the NHL, the map was filled with pins. Mm -hmm. That's the mentality that some of those prospects are going to have now, knowing that there's a spot open. So, again, more on the reported injury suffered by Jack Quinn after the draft today as Kevin Adams will address the media when round seven comes to its conclusion. And, of course, while we won't be on the air at that point in time, WGR, Sports Radio 550, will have plenty, as will our social media channels. Yes. And you can uh, you know, get all the latest on the entire developments of the day through that. Developments from the draft. 
Buffalo, after picking Zach Benson yesterday, entered the day with picks 39 and 45 in round two, and they've already utilized them with a couple of, dare we say, familiar names that our friend Chris Baker from Sabres Prospects identified in draft episode two as potential targets for the Sabres when they get to day two. Anton Wahlberg, a center out of Sweden, nice U18s, overall just uh, a lot to talk about, which Chris will do momentarily, and Maxim Sturbeck, so a defenseman has in fact been added to the fold a defenseman yes and that was something that we kept asking kevin adams when it came to um are you going to target forwards are you going to target defensemen uh they said best available pick with anton Wahlberg, that was clearly a guy that chris baker and the sabers felt like he was a, a a great fit right and obviously he drops down to 39th a lot of the mock drafts add him at 40 41 42 so it's in that same area but a, a player that they felt was going to be good Wahlberg mentioned in his press availability and i know we're going to get sound on him later but he feels like he will be a winger he's played some center but he will be a more effective winger when turning pro he has one more year under his contract in the uh, uh, Swedish league. And then after that, who knows, maybe that's straight to Rochester, maybe that's straight to Buffalo, so we will see. So for Wahlberg, obviously, I felt like that was a really good pick. Uh, a pretty big kid when you look at the way that he uh, that he plays in traffic, but also his stature. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's listed at, Duffer. 6'3". Um, 6'3", six, three. Six, three, yeah, so he's a big kid. Uh, but just when you watch him, too, he carries himself in a big way. It's mm-hmm. not just a... The, the in paper on paper like six three whatever no you watch him he has a long lengthy long reach uh goes to the middle of the ice so definitely a, a pick that uh, is intriguing for me moving ahead and maybe we see him at development camp who knows we'll, well see it next week who's going to be there and it'd be one a fun guy to see yeah i think uh, obviously with Wahlberg and like you heard from benson yesterday in his media availability the hope is that he's going to just uh quickly come back to buffalo because he was here for the combine of yes. course and the you know the the possibility now of names that we will see at development camp i it gets me genuinely excited and obviously we're tempering everything today with the news about jack quinn and uh unfortunately a reported achilles injury that's going to yeah. keep him sidelined but when you look at kids that could be here for development camp savoy and kulik and rosean and Maybe Oslin as well, who we saw last year, and Benson and Cedarquist and Kozak and Nadeau, and now, you know, this latest pick in Wahlberg and maybe Sturback as well. Mm-hmm. Chris Baker from Sabres Prospects, it was um, amazing how our broadcast week, including you, starting on Monday, um, and predominantly you, set the table for our audience as to how everything may fall. Um, you had. You I know that Daniel from Joy Wave was Nostradamus or Nostradamus, but you actually had more than just one pick. You had Benson at twelve, and your Baker's dozen. Like you were like, oh, like I I feel sick to my stomach having him there. So you wanted to put him higher, but he got to thirteen. Mm-hmm. You had Wahlberg and Sturback as guys that you're like could target in the second round. Like you, you're seeing this on the long game there, Bakes. It's nice to put the work in and do some matchmaking um, with what you think that the Sabres need in their pipeline and have the, scene, uh, have the team agree with it. But, um, you know, after picking Benson, what they came back here with in the second round was size up front with Anton Wahlberg. 
Um, this was a player that, you know, he really took a, an opportunity and ran with it late in the year. And ironically, it was the Sabres prospect, William Von Barnakow. It was an unfortunate injury that he suffered that created an opportunity for Wahlberg to come into the SHL and show that how much he's grown as a player. And I think you're seeing that he is just hitting his stride. This is not a big kid that was always using his size to dominate coming up through the ranks as a 16 and 17 year old. He's just hitting his stride right now as a 6'3", 190-plus pound forward who, for me, um, he plays to his size. Um, you know, in terms of being heavy, leans on defenders, really big in front of the net, but he can also move on open ice. So, you know, we talked about him in episode two of the draft show as a guy that even if the offense doesn't fully come to fruition, he's going to be hard to play against down the lineup, and I really like the pick there. And, and of course – following up with Sturbach, who we even mentioned late last night as we were signing off on the the round one uh, recap, was also a nice get for the Sabres there, guys. Give us a little more on, on Sturbach. Yeah, so I think, um, you know, he's a player that I've liked for quite a while. Um, if you look at his game, he's a defense-first defenseman. He fills a need in terms of the size on the blue line. He's closing in on 6'2 and 200 pounds. Right shot. Um, I like that he played in Sioux Falls this year. And really, you know, you can you can look at him in, in um, just a rugged, defensive guy. He's very physical in his own zone. He likes to use the body. He's very good with his stick, breaking up plays with an active defensive stick, shutting down passing lanes, jamming shooting lanes. He's a guy that he's very physical, knocking guys, separating man from puck. Uh, I like how he goes down on a knee and he blocks shots. He blocks a lot of shots. More importantly, you know, we saw a lot of that in Sioux Falls, but really the best in his game came out. He has a very impressive international resume at the under-18 level, the under-20 level. He's a workhorse. Uh, he's going to continue to play a leadership role when, in this next World Juniors. And with him, again, he knows what his job is. He's there to defend. That's his core competency. But that's not all he does. He can make a very good first pass. His puck skills are, are good. And I think that he's another guy that as he continues to grow and mature as a two-way defenseman, you're going to see more offense from him throughout his career at Michigan State and beyond. Um, one thing that you'd like to see him do more is shoot the puck more. He's got a good shot. He doesn't use it a lot. I want to say he probably only recorded, you know, less than maybe like one shot on goal a game or less. For the minutes that he plays at that level, you know, you always wanted to see a little bit more. But his defensive core competency is superb, and that's what was attractive to the Sabres here. What's the timeline on both of those picks? Like, one will go back to Sweden, probably play one more year. Uh, do you project that um, Wahlberg will be in Rochester maybe in a couple of years? And what about Sturback? Like, four years of college, so the Sabres hold his rights for four years. Is he a candidate to turn pro after two? Do you see more of a de longer development when it comes to stir back and especially being a defenseman playing at Michigan State? Yeah, that's the beautiful thing here about both of these picks, if you think about it, is that they have the luxury of taking their time with both of them. Wahlberg, I can see them kind of slow rolling it a little bit. There's no need to rush him. If they can get him to play let's say two years in Sweden and then come over, that's not a bad thing because I think he's going to be in a pretty good situation there with Malmo where he's going to be able to work himself into a nice role. And let's face it too, for a bigger guy who moves well, playing on bigger ice over there is only going to make him work on his skating even more if you think about it. Um, 
So I could see, you know, at least one Marty, likely two for Wahlberg. I don't have his contract situation up in front of me, but regardless of whatever it is, two years is a pretty comfortable timeline for him. I think with Sturbach, with with a player of his caliber and the fact that he's going to a Michigan State program that's kind of rebounding after some dark years, they have, uh, you know, Adam Nightingale, new coach there, he's writing the ship. I think three healthy years of college hockey with him just breaking off more responsibility from his freshman to sophomore year and then his sophomore to junior year would be a nice starting point to look at Sturbach. Um, would he need all three? No, but I think three is kind of the sweet spot, and that's kind of the general starting point when I look at a lot of these collegiate players that you pick in the second, third round. Bakes, phenomenal stuff. Thank you. We'll check in later, hopefully, uh, right now, and we will hear from Sturback coming up. But uh, the first player taken by Buffalo on day two, there's Anton Wahlberg. Well, what went through your head when you heard your name announced going to the Buffalo Sabres? You know, it was amazing. Everything you worked for, everything you've done your whole life, you dream about this. And, you know, to hear your name is so cool. And I'm really happy that I got the, my name come up to Buffalo, too. What are the strengths in your game, in your opinion? I think I'm a two-way forward or center. I can play both positions. Uh, good to carry the puck, uh, play with speed, and, you know, uh, be creative on ice. Where do you see yourself in the NHL as a, as a winger or as a center? Where do you see yourself? Probably as a winger. Uh, you know, I played winger every time I played on small rink. Uh, so, as a winger, yeah. Who do you want to your what was that like to play against a man and just the whole experience No, it was really cool, you know. Uh, there's, a, there's a big thing you want to do in Sweden, sign a concert with the, the best team and the highest level. Uh, you know, I got to do that, so it was cool. But, uh, you know, it was, it was just fun uh, to do that. So, And it helped me a lot, you know, to get more, more experience from the senior hockey, so I'm really happy for that. Who do you model your game after, or who is somebody you emulate? I don't know. I don't really model my game after some some guy or some player. I just like to watch different people play. I like like Huberto. I like to watch the play. I like you know, I like to watch uh, McDavid, Crosby, Chase Thompson. So just everybody, just like to watch highlights and see what they do. Is there an area of the game that you really need to address, or you want to address over the next couple of years? Yeah, I think I need to get more. Or you can say grow in the game, uh, more experience from the senior hockey, and I think that's the biggest part. Where do you see yourself um, in the next couple of years? Might you play at home? Might you come to North America? Where, where do you see yourself going in the next couple of years? Uh, I, want, I have one more year in Sweden with my team. I want to stay there. Uh, afterwards, I want to talk to the Buffalo Sabres, uh, talk what's the best option for me and why. Uh, so I, next year, I want to stay in Sweden. and. Then I have to plan, plan, listen to what they have to say. You expect to have an opportunity in the SHL next year, more of an opportunity, I guess I yeah. should say. Uh, I, have a, I have a contract there one year, uh, so they, they told me I, it's up to me how much I want to play. Uh, if I play good, I get to play more. Uh, so, of course, I think I will play. Under 18, you know, was that really it all came together for you? What did that tournament kind of do? How did you, you feel like you performed there? Uh, it was up and downs. I think I had some really good games. Uh, I think the... And then the first like playoff game wasn't that good. Uh, then like the semifinal and final were the best ones. Uh, so yeah. I know they're a great city. We were there one time uh, with the combine. I uh, really liked it. They have a good organization, good team, good y- young players there. Uh, really exciting. So yeah, good families too.
Last year they took Noah Oslin. Do you know Noah? I don't know him. Uh, I know he's a player. I never met him in my life. Uh, so, you know, it, it, it is exciting uh, to see him. You know, he played in Vekuna in the same SHL too. So it's going to be fun to, to see him there. Is there something you did to become a better skater? Is it just natural ability getting stronger? Uh, like you said, I think uh, I work more in the gym, uh, working on my legs, and I think that it helped me to improve a lot uh, my skating this year. Well, mature speaker and confident and knowing full well the short-term road ahead, and that is I have one year on my contract in Sweden, and then we'll see. But I love the posture of this player, and you think of uh, a, a bigger Swede that they recently brought into the fold, and we're going to hear from Seth Appert on the show here today, is someone who overlooked Philip Cedarqvist, right? So yes. these, these are, you know, especially at a time, a time, Marty, when some people are saying, they're drafting players that are on the smaller side. Uh, they also have people at the other end oh, of the spectrum. And, is, and the general manager views organizationally the Sabres as a larger team. So you can't fixate on height with everybody. But the fact of the matter is this is a big kid. You know, it's funny because uh, talking to a lot of hockey people last night, you know, after the draft and, and a lot of talking about even Connor Bedard. He's not big. Right. right. And they're like, you don't need to be big anymore in the league. Like you can just compete and go get a puck. Be willing to go get a puck in a corner. Mm -hmm. Like there's some big guys that don't want to go get pucks in the corner and there's these small guys that do. That's all you got to do. So that's one thing. I like when Wahlberg says and was asked, what do you compare yourself? What do you model your game after? This was always one question that I found very hard to answer. Yes. Because I could have said, like, oh, Patrick Roy. Right. Well, I didn't play like Patrick, yeah. but oh, I'd like to model myself. I used to say Mike Leot because Mike was a stand-up goalie with the kick save, right? But I'm like – it's still not comparable. So I love that. And these guys are so well prepared now yes. that they usually always have one or two guys. And it's usually unattainable. Mm -hmm. I like to compare myself to Connor McDavid. Like, come on, dude. Like, it's not comparable. But he says, I don't compare myself or model to anybody. Mm -hmm. I like to watch a game. I like to watch everybody. Well, I love that answer. We have more than two picks made by the Sabres today because the latest just happened. And yes. it just happens to be someone the general manager is extremely familiar with. And that is a defenseman. Uh, from pretty much uh, Kevin's neighborhood, and uh, that is Gavin McCarthy, who was ranked 52nd among North American skaters, and now he goes to Buffalo as the 86th overall pick. So I love the McCarthy family, first of all. Gavin is uh, such a young, nice young man. He played with my son Jacob as a 16U Junior Sabres, uh, and then after that he went to Muskegon, uh, where he's been playing for a couple of years, uh, going to Boston University this year. Mm -hmm. Well, it just so happens that his brother, Case McCarthy, was a fourth-round pick of the New Jersey Devils, mm -hmm. and he is at Boston University. He's the captain this year at Boston University, so the two brothers are going to be reunited for one year of college hockey. But you think about a guy, number one, that has such natural abilities, right? I, I remember watching Gavin on the ice with – you know, the Academy of Hockey at Harbor Center and working on his edge work and passing and escape behind the net and doing all of those things, shots from the point, the hockey sense, the hockey IQ, very different than his brothers. For those that remember Case, Case was 
really strong, hard shot. I remember when Case was 15 and 16 years old, he used to shoot pucks at the Harbor Center, and he would miss the net, and it would hit the glass, and it would shake the building. <laughs> like, it was that hard of a shot. Gavin is much more refined. Yeah. There's a lot of finesse to his game. Still has decent size, right, for yeah. a defenseman. So, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you talk about puck mover, hockey IQ, and compete. Gavin McCarthy has that. So this is, to me, is a, um, a well-spent third-round pick. I think Gavin was projected somewhere in the late second round. So to be able to get Gavin McCarthy, a local Buffalo product, yes. in the third round, again, it goes on to build what the, Sab- uh, the Sabres and Kevin Adam- yeah, Adams have been trying to do is we got great hockey players mm-hmm. in Buffalo. Look, I'm, I know that the Sabres were looking to trade back into the first round last night, mm-hmm. right? And, and we had a guy like Quentin Musty yeah. who ended up going to San Jose. Yes. But I'm pretty sure that the Sabres were calling teams and yeah. saying because they like their local products. Mm-hmm. They like their guys that, that um, can represent the area, and Gavin McCarthy is, is definitely one of those. Yes, Clarence Center is where it started for him, and I love the elite prospects just a very brief bio before and if you're a fan of draft you know guides elite prospects is something that you should definitely consider i mean the the analysis and or over analysis of each player's uh, overall seasons but individual games is pretty spectacular but with mccarthy it's part robust defender part clever creator i like that that's a clever very is a great word yes. because he is a clever kid i don't think that oh. word gets used often enough and maybe it's because many of us are not clever enough so and you know what i mean and if that is a true trait that's that's how you think your way through the game right so when uh we were playing on the 16 new junior sabers tim candy was actually the coach mm-hmm. and this is the covid season that didn't start right so we're talking about the 20 2021 uh, youth hockey season. We didn't really start until January and played just a, few, a handful of tournaments and games and all of it. But my job when I was on the bench uh, coaching the team uh, as a helper, I was not a, a uh, well, I was a listed coach, but I was more of a helper, uh, was to take care of the defenseman. And I, the amount of times Gavin would come back to the bench and was so clever mm-hmm. with comments that he had made about certain plays or certain players. He used to make me laugh, but he was also very committed to getting better and that's the the personality that you combine with the desire and the competitiveness uh that is great um so i think this fits exactly what the sabers want to do sounds like amherst head coach seth appert and he will join us next here on sabers live from nashville it's day two of the draft rounds two through seven sabers have made three picks so far we'll continue to update you throughout and uh, hear from the amherst head coach next on wgr sports radio 550 and msg We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, 
Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.